Welcome, my name is Amapola Ramirez and this is Chicana Moms Podcast. In this podcast, I talk to you about my life as a Chicana. As a professional, I want to share with you my knowledge. Tenemos todos un propósito en este mundo. Unidas, creamos cambio. Vamos a empezar. Welcome to Chicana Moms. I hope you're doing amazing. I hope you're having a great um, week. And I know many parents are happy because their kids are going back to school. Me personally, I don't mind. I don't mind that my kids are at home. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of moms that are okay with their kids being home. And there's just some other parents that are just like, I need them to go to school. <laughs> and there's probably all these teachers are like, oh my God, here we go again. Or maybe not. There's teachers that are looking forward to it. I mean, there's a little bit of everything in this world. Um, so today, you guys, I wanted to talk to you about something very important. I think that um, when it comes to the new year, we all set personal goals like, you know, eat healthy, um, self-love, self-care, and things like that. But I think one of the things that we definitely maybe don't take in consideration is to add parenting goals. Like in this new year, what kind of parent do you want to be? Or what? how is it that you want to grow? You know, this is the thing that as parents, there's always something new to learn, to be able to be better, to be there for our kids emotionally, physically, spiritually, And obviously, we have to do the work for ourselves as well. We can't lose that, that disconnection. You still have to be able to take care of yourself. But in order to take care of those around you, you have to take care of yourself first, right? We always hear that. And it is so true. Because if you're burned out, how are you going to hand over good quality uh, service or whatever, you know, or, or affection? I mean, it, it's just challenging, right? So today I want to talk to you about the parenting goals for the new year. That is one of the things that has to be a must in our list. Um, just how it is for us to have that personal goals, we also have to have those goals for parenting. How is it that we're going to continue to grow as parents? What are you going to do different? Have you noticed your child acting up more? Why do you think? A lot of the times, kids act out because that's what they've been handed. Kids yell because the parents have yelled first. We have to take responsibility over our actions to understand, right, that we are the rocks of the home. We are modeling to them how to love and how to disrespect and how to respect and etc. So that's what I want to talk to you about today, um, how to create goals in this new year as a parent. So let's get started. Okay, so let's get started on this. I would like to share some of my parenting goals with you. Um, it's only fair, right, that we're talking about goals and for me to share with you a little bit about my goals. So the parenting goals that I have for my kids um, is that we are going to be spending more family time. I think that in the last year, we didn't do so much. Like, we could have done more. And 
And when I talk about family time, I'm just talking about my husband, the boys, and myself. Um, so it can bring us closer. Now, as I'm saying this, I'm not, I, I want to gravitate and be very detailed in telling you that. I'm not talking about just like spending all this money, like going to Disneyland or going to Universal Studio or mm, no, I'm talking about like going to the park, doing a picnic. It's not going to, it's not going to cost us a lot of money. I mean, obviously we have to eat, so might as well eat at the park. I'm talking about, we can go for walks. Um, the kids can ride their bike. We can walk around the swamp meet. I don't know you guys growing up. Like my dad and my mom would always take my siblings and I to the swap meet after mass. Después de la misa, íbamos al swap meet. <laughs> it was so fun. I remember my little brother. Oh my God, I mean, chillón. He would cry because he wanted a toy. Um, and with me, I wanted those dolls and my dad would buy us the toys and stuff. Pero no era chillón, era como mi hermano. Un chillón. But anyways, um, I guess little things like that, you know, that don't cost so much money. It's just quality time where we can just, you know, I don't know, just spend quality time. I, I love Disneyland, don't get me wrong, but it's not like that we have to go and splurge just to have quality time. Like, you, no, we don't. So that's one of my goals, to spend more um, quality time together, the four of us. Um, I would love to travel but slowly and surely because I'm still in school. So I have to kind of wait on that. But either way, I think that's my priority on my top of my list. Um, the other things that I want to do as well is to have my older son get involved in like um, computer classes. Um, because there was a certain age already that, how old was he? No, I think when he went into high school, he just didn't want to play basketball anymore I don't know if he got a little intimidated with um with the other kids that are taller than him but I feel like that was something he loved and you know this is the unfortunate thing that with the parks there's only a limit like age limit right like after that that's it like kids after a certain age you have to do you have to do them in high school which okay I get it but what about the ones that don't want to you know, like I guess they can start their own basketball team. And that's what I actually told my, my son. I said, why don't you start something? But I guess we just have to figure out a way to make that happen. Even if it's like four people, two against two, you know. I remember seeing my brother always going to the park and, and playing. So I think my next parenting goal is um, to help my adolescent um, think outside the box to be able to do outside activities more he is he does choir at school but i feel like that's not enough he loves computers um that's that goal um my other parenting goal for my younger child who is 10 years old with him we're really close um one of the things about my kids i i do sit down with them i talk to them and they're i made sure that i help them be in tune with their emotions to express themselves and not like keep it to themselves. So that's actually a plus. Um, but I think another parenting goal, you guys, is that, oh, man, it's because I get home sometimes at 9 p.m. And one of the things is that they don't go to sleep until like I get home. So that's going to have to change. That's another parenting um, goal that I want to add. And then, you know, continue to add some as, as I move forward in this year. So that's just my parenting goals that I wanted to share with you. 
I guess overall, you guys, regards to the parenting goals, um, I numbered them so I can kind of get organized in the order of me talking to you about the specific um, goals for the new year that maybe you can consider or you probably already thought about it and you're kind of like, well, how do I actually make that happen? So the number one that I listed was to be present, you know, to listen to our kids. How do we become present with them when we have a very busy schedule? Well, I think that if you are the type of person who has a calendar and in your calendar you write pay bills, right? Go to grocery store, um, exercise. In between that schedule, you want to be able to say, when out of my 24 hours am I going to dedicate time for my child so I can sit down with him or her and talk about anything about their life sometimes parents go on and on without even doing that the reason that I say that is because growing up with my parents that didn't happen to me and I know for a fact I'm not the only one you know they worked so much um, and it was more of like you know that survival mode I have to pay the rent I have to buy food I have to buy them clothes Uh, my mom put my brothers and I into private school so I don't know how the heck she did it You know, I only have two and it's just like, wow, but, um, being present, you know, making that time, you will always hear me say this time is another word for love. When you want something, you make time for it. Our kids shouldn't get the back burner. Like, okay, I'll deal with you later or I'll deal with you only when problems arise. Sometimes, unfortunately, as human beings, we do function in that manner. But when we have a new knowledge in our life we tend to focus on different things of our lives more you know a little bit different of course so i guess that's what i would say being present making that time for our kids you can be at the grocery store and your child's probably walking next to you talking to you about what happened at school and it's because you know this little girl doesn't want to be her friend anymore like be present look at them in the eye and be like so it sounds like you're pretty upset that your friend doesn't want to play with you you know, acknowledging their feelings, right? So that they know, yes, my mom gets me. My mom gets that I feel disappointed and sad. Does that make sense to you guys? I hope it does. It's just listening to their needs and wants, you know, acknowledging them. Um, remember that we have to love our kids the way they need to be loved, not the way we think they need to be loved. And a lot of the times, Parents spoil their kids because they think, oh, my child needs to be spoiled because my child, um, I want my child to have everything I didn't have. And everything that you didn't have didn't exist now, so you survived without it. What makes you think your child's not going to survive without that thing? When we talk about being present, you're actually creating quality time. That quality time that grows, that grows into trust and to respect you know, into love. So that goal can be quality time because it doesn't even matter. You can say, I'm going to create quality time. Well, that quality time turns into being present, right? So however it is that you number your goals for as a parent, always remember that if that goal goes back to love, unconditional love towards your child, it's going to pretty much Uh, come around to every other thing that you listed on your uh, list of parent uh, parenting goal 
I'll give you an example. So let's say you put being present, quality time, be more patient. I'm going to praise my child. I want to tell my child to love him or her more often. So when you create quality time, you could be doing all of that in one. Does that make sense? So the quality time goes back to what I just said a little while ago, which time equals love because time is another word for love. Okay. We want to make sure that we don't bring this silent love um, with our kids. I personally grew up with silent love um, because it was more of like, I'm going to give you what you need, clothes, you know, shelter, food, etc. Um, but when it came to telling me I love you or like hugging, I really didn't get that much. And I'm not going to say I didn't get it at all, but I know for a fact growing up, I, it could have, I would appreciate it to have had more of verbal positive praise, more of like, I love you hug out of the blue. But I, I have to say this, okay. Cause I don't want to perceive my parents as like horrible parents. No, I'm just saying that they gave to me what they thought was right for me. Okay, Uh, because there was times where my mom would come into the room. I would be sleeping, supposedly me. (laughs) And she would say like, ay, mi flaca, ay, duermete, or something like that. And I'm like, oh, that felt nice. (laughs) So I know for a fact, though, I would have appreciated more. But it's okay. You know what? It is what it is. I am an adult now. Uh, My mom and my dad, our relationship is uh, is so much better. And especially more with my mom because my mom and I would clash. Um, and I think that's why I love to teach parenting classes. I think I've said this before in my other um, podcasts, but um, but anyways, you guys. Um, so yeah, no silent love, quality time, okay? Making sure that you are able to think of a way to create that as a goal. Um, the quality time, a goal can be like, I am going to spend 10, 15 minutes with my child before him or her goes to sleep and we can talk about it. The reason I say even go when they go to sleep is because a lot of times they're not distracted. You're just laying in the bed and that's when there's like the lights are off, you know, or even if the lights are not off, you, you talk because there's no distraction. Um, that's a goal that can be done. Um, or in the morning before you go drop them off at school, you know, talking about something positive. Always remember that every morning, this is, I think, something that's like, whew, I'm like reminiscing right now as I'm thinking about this. This is like, for me, so important, especially with my kids. Because I grew up with my mom always yelling. Like, because we're always late to school. She would always yell at us. And she wouldn't like just say, she would like cuss like crazy. And it was like every single morning, you guys, I would get dropped off. It, it was elementary, junior high, and high school. Oh, my gosh. Dropped off. And it was like always like, how can I say it? Very disrespectful. Like her towards me, me towards her. And it was just chaos. Every morning was horrible. I promised to myself I am not going to raise my kids in a very hostile like environment. I don't want that. So every morning, I make sure it's positive. We don't listen to the radio. I bring silence into the car, but we talk about life. And I follow up with them. And I remind them about things. And sometimes, don't get me wrong, my teenager will put his music on. But there's times we just let silence be. Because I have taught my kids that silence is golden. Like, 
it's okay for it to be silent. There's people who have a difficult time just being silent because their thoughts are like kind of taking over. But quality time is, that's an example of making sure like, hey, I'm going to create quality time in the car before I take them to work. I mean, before I drop them off at school, before they go to bed or when I pick them up from school, however you want to perceive that. Um, the other one is no spoiling. Maybe one of the goals you want to say, I am not going to spoil my kids any, um, anymore or less. If you want to start less, but obviously eventually you don't want to spoil them. Now, the goal of not spoiling our kids is so important because a lot of the times is that we're parenting our kids out of guilt. So whenever you spoil your child, you're not thinking about your child. You're only thinking about yourself. You're thinking about how you feel bad that your child doesn't have the new tennis shoes that all these other kids have or the new video games that all these kids have. Um, so then a lot of the times the kids expect that from you, expect a toy, expect things because he or she cried over it and they give this guilt trip of like, well, I guess what if I die or I don't know, I've heard that of other um, clients have told me, my child, my adolescent child will tell me, well, what if I die? What are you going to do? So we have to be very careful with that. See, so one of the goals that you can do um, for the new year is I'm not going to spoil my child anymore. He or she needs to earn it. Now, if you decide, well, you know, sometimes I want to surprise my child because they've done good. You could, if you want to look at it as a reward, but you have to be very careful with this because a lot of people give rewards to rewards to kids because they clean the house. Now that's a responsibility. It's you shouldn't pay your child to clean the house, but everyone does do things um, in a different way. Um, but I'm just giving you input on a way that is going to teach our children to be responsible and to pretty much be considerate and, and appreciated about the things that they get. Um, so maybe that goal, again, is not spoiling and remembering that you're not thinking about your child, you're only thinking about yourself, okay? And I guess the next one to move forward on is uh, be more available. And I, I know that kind of goes back to being present in the quality time. It's like the same. When I, I talk about being more available, I'm, I'm talking about like being a workaholic, you know, I know that there's a lot of parents that grew up with nothing, right? And now that they have it, it's like money's everything. Are you fucking kidding me? Like I didn't have anything. I was homeless and, and yeah, money is a necessity, right? We need it to have, I mean, the cost of living is pathetic and that, I think that's one of the things about our society. I mean, the cost of living is affecting the way we parent, okay? Because now it requires two, two parents to go out and work and now there's a lot of young kids being unsupervised and so they have all this freedom, which a lot of the times it's between life or death. You know, they start using drugs, they start doing these dangerous things because they're not supervised, they end up dead, it's just crazy. So... If you are the type of person that would say, yes, I'm a workaholic and it's just so difficult for me not to stop working because I am my own boss and if I stop working, I'm not going to have money. I'm not going to get paid that day because I didn't work. Now, it's important for you to look at that goal 
okay? Look at the goal and think, okay, if you are your own boss, for example, why did you decide, first of all, to become your own boss? And I can relate to that. A lot of times because you're working more for freedom, right? It's like working smarter, not harder. But I get it. It's not that easy. It's not that easy to have an own business and start it off, right? But you are working for freedom. You want to be able to be your own boss, obviously, so you can work your schedule around and no one's telling you what to do. Okay, great. Now you have it. Now what? What is your priority in life? Besides just making all this money, we have to remember that our kids have to be number one priority more than money. And I'm not saying dismiss the money. Okay. I'm just saying to be able to remember that no matter what age your child is, they still need your guidance. And how do you give guidance? You talk to them, right? You spend quality time with them. You tell them you love them. You hug them. I always tell parents, tell your child you love them and they are important. Let them know they are important because it's so easy. You know, a baby's born, oh, que me va cuidado. You know, someone's taking care of the baby and then they, they're, you know, curious, they're toddlers and then they go into kindergarten, which is so cute. But there's a certain, you know, stage, like the preteen, Young adolescents and middle adolescents and older adolescents, that stage then becomes hectic because some parents think it's like the worst stage. Well, the reason they perceive it as a worst stage is because they totally dismissed the importance of making their child a priority. So now when the child has this voice, because that's what adolescents, you know, it's okay, they want a little bit of that power, which is okay, but obviously in a very reasonable, responsible manner. A lot of times they're not being given that voice. It was more like, you're going to do what I say and you start raising a robot. So then that's why a lot of times a lot of parents have a difficult time with adolescents, even with younger kids, because younger kids test the waters too, and they'll try to see if they can get away with things or not, right? But it's all up to us to be able to guide them. So we want to be able to be available to them. And if you are a person who works, has their own business, then be, look at your whole calendar and see where is it realistically that you can make time to spend with your family, okay, Um, and which each child individually, if you have more than two, because each child is different. Now, if you don't own your own business and you're like, wow, I work a a nine to five and some people even work a, a second job. Now, If you have the weekends off, really make those weekends the most memorable weekends ever. Even after when you get out of work, make it special. But it's okay to not be okay sometimes. You're going to be moody probably because of traffic, especially LA traffic, right? But you want to, I don't know, this is, as I'm telling you guys this, I'm thinking of maybe this is just a suggestion, But since we're talking about a goal, how to be more available. And for those of you who get really frustrated and you're like, oh my God, I have to get home. I have to cook. I have to finish their homework, etc. Maybe one suggestion that I can give you, if you want to consider it or not, is that when you park your car, before you get out of the car in front of your house, just stay still. Just be still. Turn off the car. 
turn off the radio, obviously, <laughs> and just sit there and just breathe. Inhale through your nose and out through your mouth about how many times you feel is needed. And tell yourself positive affirmations. It can be like, I'm going into my home and my home is my heart. My children are my everything. I love myself. I love my partner. And I will not bring any negativity into my home. It might sound a little corny, you guys, but there's so many solutions for stress, for anxiety. Um, I mean, everyone's different, okay? It might work for some. It might not work for others. I'm just giving you one suggestion um, of maybe what can help, okay? Um, and really considering that, okay, I just left it. It's all mental, right? It's all mental. That's just one example. Um, or you can be prepping your mind, you know, um, before, for example, when you get out of the office and you first get into your car before turning it on, do that meditation, do that breathing in the car and just be like, okay, I love myself. I love my family. You know, I'm on my way to my house. And if there's chaos a little bit, I'm not going to allow it to take over me because we are human beings. But overall, love conquers because we're united and I can do this. Okay, I'm just giving an example. <laughs> um, but there's so many ways. So when you create a goal, you do want to think of a way of creating it realistic. You can't just say, I'm going to be present. I'm going to spend quality time. I'm going to be available. No, you have to be able, like, how are you going to be available? How are you going to help yourself de-stress to be available how are you going to be able to move things around in your life to make that time right to play with your child how are you how many times out of the day are you going to tell your kids i mean it can be endless right that you love them I, does that make sense you guys i hope it does i hope it does the next one is patience now with patience there's a lot of people who are impatient Okay, and I want to tell you uh, about patience. Okay, so patience, it's the capacity to accept or to tolerate delay, trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. So patience is you accepting the fact that something is happening and that at some point, even if you don't like it, it's okay because you probably don't have that control to change it, but you only have the control to change yourself. So if you add patience, I want to be more patient with my children as a parenting goal, then how are you going to make that happen? One suggestion I can give you is to breathe before you say something. Because when you respond out of being impatient, that means you're going to be frustrated and angry and you can probably, you know, just say mean things to your child. And remember... You and I and many adults, can all, we can go back in our mind and think of that time when one of our parents told us something so mean that up until now, we're like, ugh, I'll never forget that. So you have to be very careful. So patience, just slow down. Just slow down. There is no 
need to rush. We can't go against time. This is going back to respecting time. To understand that things are happening because every action has a reaction. Okay? So your parenting goal of being more patient is probably, I'm going to walk away, bite my tongue, cool down, and come back. I'm going to flow with my kids' positive energy, but if at some point they're behaving in a way that is not making me feel so good, I'm going to accept the fact that I have the control to be able to approach that problem in a different manner versus using anger. Okay, so patience is everything. If you are the type of person who is unorganized and is always rushing to work and you're like the road rage, that's being impatient, that's being unorganized. So you want to be able to bring that tone of your life in a very chill manner, like just calm. It is possible, you guys. It's so possible to bring that energy of chaos down as a very low chill. And that doesn't mean passive, okay? I'm not saying that. And that doesn't even mean of like um, like slow, like that cartoon character. I don't know which one it was. That character, was it a Disney? Where he's like super slow. <laughs> when he was like charging people at the, at the supermarket. He was a cashier. I don't know who that is, but I hope you know what I'm talking about. But patience. Being patient with your kids is everything. Because once you're patient, you're able to listen. You're able to be present. You're able to spend that quality time and you you are able to stop and think before you do something with them that might harm them, okay? The next one is praise. Now, if you have a a goal and you want to praise your child more because you have found yourself that you just nag at your kids all the time, bring up that grade, why don't you behave, blah, 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 and you don't praise the good quality, the positive things about them. You know, how do you create that into a goal? Because it's not just about writing, I'm going to praise them more. This is where you have to say probably like, you know what? Every morning, I'm going to praise my children. Every night or throughout the day, I'm going to praise them. And I want to make sure I don't forget to praise. And not that that you don't care. The reason I say forget is because the routine, you know, can kick us in the butt. It's like getting home, cooking, doing homework. Having, making sure the kids go to bed and then reading a book or whatever it is and then putting them to sleep and now you have to take care of yourself. You have to uh, wash your face and et cetera. And that's what I'm talking about. But praising, creating that goal. I'm going to praise my kids every morning, every morning, day and night. I'm going to tell them they are important. They're smart. They're valuable. They're special and they're unique. Those are the things that are very, I mean, not the things, the words that are very very powerful. And the last one, which is also very important because all the things that we talked about help their self-esteem, right? Their mental health. But the last one is also very important, okay? Which is healthy eating. How are we going to make sure that our kids, okay, eat healthy? This parenting goal is so important. How do we make sure that our kids don't eat so much takis, right? Or what is it? Hot Cheetos. If you really look into the ingredients, that redness of those chips, 
like if they have it scatteredly, okay. But if they have it every single day or every week, that really is bad for their um, digestive system. And I'm not going to talk so much about that because we're talking about parenting goals, but do your research. So healthy eating. If you say, well, it's kind of hard for me to have my kids eat healthy when I'm not eating healthy. Well, this is the thing. When you're a parent, you don't just think about yourself. Obviously, we're thinking as a whole, like a family unit, right? So the healthy eating is like, you know what? I'm not going to buy any sodas anymore. That's going to be the new goal this year. As a parent, I'm not going to buy candy or chips. I'm going to buy more natural juices. I'm going to um, have them drink more water. Um, let's see what else. I'm going to cook um, more vegetables, um, grass-fed beef, you know, um, milkshakes, oatmeal, you know, things like that. You're going to start shifting it. Now, at your pace, at your pace. Okay, this is not about going cold turkey either because a lot of times that's going to backfire. If you feel like, oh my God, well, my family has been eating these favorite chips for like years and I buy them spontaneously. Well, you, it's, you can consider it as a treat. You know, you don't want to go cold turkey on everything. It's just a different lifestyle. If you listen to my podcast, um, um, Between Life or Death, I talk about the way how you can create a lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle. Um, and you can check that one out if you like. Um, the healthy eating is another goal. I'm going to pack my kids lunch with healthier options versus Twinkies, um, peanut butter, jelly, chips, um, Hawaiian punch. I mean, that's all high fructose corn syrup right there. And that's really bad for the blood system, but, or for a gut, for everything, for everything in our body. So these are all just examples of parenting goals that I came up with um, that stood out for me. And like I said, I have my parenting goals that I'm going to be working on. And though there's always going to have, there's always, let me correct myself. Se me trabó la lengua. We always have to have a parenting goal. Always. We have to evolve. We don't know everything, you guys. I teach parenting classes. I don't know everything. I'm still learning and I love to learn because I love to teach my kids. I love to teach others. I love to learn for myself. It's just, this is how life is. No one leaves this world dead, like with a perfect life, you guys. Maybe the way sometimes people might say like, oh, I'm good with the life I lived. And there's people like that too, that are, you know what? I'm good with what I had and I'm at peace. You know, that exists too. There's, like I said, there's a variety of so many great things out there too. So the word goal, I've been talking about this the whole time, right? So what does the word goal mean? It's when a person has ambition, right? The effort, um, an aim, a desire to, to get some sort of result. So the Latin word for goal is propositum. I love these word, Latin words. And obviously that's the purpose, motivation, reason, cause, and ambition. Just how we put that energy out there to make money, do 20 or 50 times more to make sure your kids are your priority more than ever. 
And I'm not saying that, you know, they're not your priority because you're like, no, what do you mean? Like, of course they're our priority. But let me tell you, a lot of times we can get stuck somewhere in our mind of that story, that negative story that we keep replaying and replaying and replaying. And if we believe that negative story, we start to behave it. So if that negative story continues to exist, what do you, how do you think we're behaving? We have to check ourselves. We have to take accountability of how we're reacting and how we're responding to our children. That's what I'm talking about. When I have parents in front of me when it comes to co-parenting, and I did a, a podcast on that as well, um, it's always asking them too, like, are you willing to do whatever it takes for a child? They say, yeah. And I said, no, you don't. Because you're not willing to bite your tongue. And you're not willing to make the sacrifice to get along with the other parent. It goes both ways. And even if you don't have an issue with an ex and co-parenting and all that, Sometimes as parents, we can become selfish. And I mean, this is a selfish world at some extent, right? But we have to really find out a way where it's not going to throw us off to get dis- to become disconnected from our own children. So parenting goals for this new year is a must into your list that you added for, for your self-care and for your self-love, okay? Or your vision board as well. Thank you guys so much for listening to me. I hope you come back soon. And I wish you the best in everything that you do with your children, with your family, with yourself. La vida es muy bonita. Take care. God bless. And I'll see you guys soon. Adios. This is Chicana Moms. And thank you so much for listening to me. You can visit my website at www.chicanamoms.com and send me an email. I would love to hear from you. You could also follow me on Instagram at Chicana Moms Podcast. Thank you and have a beautiful, blessed day. Adios. <laughs>